0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Home is Where Hallmark Is. I'm Liz Puglisi and I'm joined by
1: the lovely lovely Amber Teasley. As we get ready to review the latest movies that aired just this past weekend, it is October 1st, right? (laughs) So we'll be reviewing Taking the Reins and Rise and Shine Benedict Stoned Plus. giving you some previews and a new top ten. How are you doing, my dear?
2: I'm doing great, except for my dog's driving me crazy.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mine's stolen He's had a rough day. He didn't really
2: feel too well today. Well, my neighbors have ducks, and they mm-hmm. go underneath the building over at their house, but they get out every once in a while. Well, I have this really swampy area on one side of my property, mm-hmm. and the ducks get in that. Because there's lots of worms, and my dogs bark the entire time that they're in my yard. <laughs> Which I love having the ducks in my yard, but. <laughs> my mama loves ducks. Do
1: the ducks have their own house? Do they live under yeah. the people's house? Have- they live
2: oh, okay. in a little area. They have like a little, um, I don't know, a little pool and everything, but they like to get out. They're escape artists, they can't figure out how they're getting out.
0: It's too
2: funny. So rotten ducks, yeah, we have ducks and chickens down the road, and then we've got sheep and everything up down the road. that's so
0: wild. That's one time wild. we
2: were driving home, and the sheep got out with the big, massive white they're like they're like shh, I don't know, there's some type of like herding dogs, and they're massive, and they're white, and they're fluffy. But they're not real nice, but they're not mean. They just, they're very, they know their job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they got out, and all the sheep got out and were walking up the road. <laughs> so we had to dodge sheep one day. That is so crazy.
1: I, I mean, we see deer and stuff like that here, but it was funny before we get started a few months ago. I went up to Lancaster, Pennsylvania with my cousin and my niece, her daughter. And, um, Every five seconds we'd be like, cow,
0: horse. <laughs>
1: Like, you know, real city like, we cow, like every like literally every five seconds, because after a while it was like all like homeland and everything. So we're like, cow, cow. But we always get excited, right? When you see you. A-
2: yes, always listening. be excited.
1: All right. You got any news for me?
2: I got I a couple things. I do have Go some good news. Um Merritt Patterson posted on her Instagram pictures of her. She, like, posted mm-hmm. a picture of her door to her trailer um, mm-hmm. and some footage of her in a mirror in her, you know, trailer that's on set. And then right. it looks like she was looking over the shoulder of somebody who was recording, you know, reviewing some footage of her. Um, and it uh, looks like she's actually doing movie number two for Hallmark this year because she's already filmed Gingerbread Miracle. Earlier and has already wrapped, but now she is filming another movie. If you're not familiar with her name, she played in Chateau Christmas, Picture a Perfect Christmas, Christmas at the Palace, and The Christmas Cottage. Christmas Cottage was really good. I really liked it. It was really I
1: loved Christmas Cottage. So good.
2: And she's very, she's a very authentic. I know it's really stupid to say that authentic actress, but she's just very believable. Yes. And I really like her a lot.
1: Very natural. No, I I understand what you're saying because I'll I'll actually be saying something uh similar when we get into our reviews later. And
2: yeah. then the only thing else that I have this week is Hallmark has released their countdown to Christmas book. And you can purchase it at like Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. But in this book, they've got um called hallmark channels countdown to christmas the Mm -hmm. ultimate deck the halls guide it includes holiday traditions and special family recipes from the movie stars amazing cocktails and desserts fun movie trivia and bingo watch party games um behind the scenes insights from the movie makers and lots of ways to make your christmas even more magical Um, for example some of the things are is Candice Cameron Brewery's got her Christmas cookie um, Mm -hmm. recipe in there. Holly Robinson has her mac and cheese. Um, They've got rustic table settings for holidays to show you how to, you know, do your show. They've got a bunch of crafts like making snowmen.
1: That's really nice. Um, I
2: I don't know if we don't need to pick up a copy of this because it's like talking about watch party games and then bingo and fun movie Mm -hmm. trivia. And I think it would be really neat. Mm -hmm. for us to like
1: trivia each other yes I'll fail don't worry and um it's funny I was actually challenged to trivia on a different topic on Monday I'll I'll make you laugh real quick so um I, I suck at trivia I don't I don't remember names and dates and who was in what or whatever whatever so another fandom that I'm involved in personally um I was arguing with somebody on a different on a youtube show so like oh you can come on and we can like argue about it like friendly and we can have you know trivia i'm like i stink at trivia so
0: i'm bringing in a ringer i'm kind of good at
2: trivia if it's movie trivia (laughs) because i have like a knack for like being able to tell you well, this person was in this movie, but they were also in this movie and this movie and this movie. And also, if there's a song associated with any movie or was in any movie, I can usually tell you. I can tell you, if, like, listen to the song and be able to tell you, like, what movie it's been in. Like, I'm, like, really good about that. I am That's full of awesome. all kinds I'm of a- useless information. <laughs> I have lots of useless
1: information, but just, like, something things and I just can't.
3: Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
2: And then did you have some news for us?
1: I do. I do. I have a couple of things. So there's a new um, sign shield and delivered coming out. It's been, I think, a couple of years since... We've had a new one, but of course there's been a pandemic in between everything. So this is that, Sign and Delivered is that one that we mentioned where, like, they worked in the post office and you and I couldn't figure out what the heck was going. Like,
0: so oh, yeah, is yeah, this?
1: yeah. Obviously, obviously we, we found one randomly and we both happened to watch at different times or at the same time, but, like, we didn't know each other was that Like in a post office and like a dead letter office. So I started watching them as they, as I found them as they they were on. And I did some research into it. I actually really enjoy them. So there's a new one coming out on October 17th um, of this year. And Shane and Oliver, Shane's actually a female. Shane and Oliver prepare to wed and the team helps an unwell boy reunite with a lost friend. And a new employee may deliver the answer for Reader and Norman to be able to start a family. So... Um, this is the 13th installment of one of their longest-running original film series. Oh, wow! Yeah, and Twitter's it stars Eric Mabius and Chris Kristen Booth are the two main characters. It's really, really, actually, if you see them, you, you should watch it because you can kind of pick up what's going on. They explain, they know in a roundabout way they explain it each time it's on each new episode. It's real; they're really entertaining. They're they're really cute. They're really cute and hot and hot Um, so Twitter is social media is very excited this because. This is a huge, so the huge, the popular series and their fan base is insane. It also stars Crystal Lowe and Jeff Gustafsson, I believe is how you say it. I apologize if it's not. So that's going to be really interesting. I'll probably DVR that. And I'll probably touch. I'll probably go over it on. Um,
2: I feel like whatever. I need to watch this from the get- beginning.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to from whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's really cute. I'll have so to then, check and
2: see if they're on um the app. They should be on the app. They should be on the app.
1: Two other Hallmark stalls, really two other very popular Hallmark stalls also tweeted about wrapping up two Christmas movies. The guy, Brennan finished tweeted that he finished uh, Open by Christmas, and he also finished another movie which I believe is called The Perfect Pair. Now, a lot of people believe that movie is going to be part of their New Year's set, not oh, Christmas. Okay. Right. So that should be interesting. However, Trevor Donovan also tweeted that he well, actually, he tweeted, tweeted, he tweeted that he finished filming um, the movie he was working on. Now, yeah. both of them tweeted at the end of that tweet, it said onto something very big. So I'm wondering if they can be in the same movie. Maybe. Because they're both going to Vancouver. That would be a good movie. <laughs> right?
2: That <would> be- I, <laughs> I, I mean, usually you only two get two one of them.
1: of them. Right, to have the two of them. I mean, the two of Womark's hottest and uh, biggest hunks. So that would be super interesting. I really think it's going to be just the way they phrased it that it's something you know big and details will be coming soon i i think it's the two of the two of them and i can't wait
0: to find out which which ladies yeah that sounds
2: um that i would love that
1: (laughs) i know are they rivals are they friends so like, like
2: brothers Uh, I don't see him doing Uh,
1: that. because I can't see see them as brothers because, I mean, you can have a dark-haired brother and a blonde brother. But... I think there's uh, a little
2: bit of an age difference there, too.
1: Yeah. I think Brennan's a little older. I can see Brennan as, like, the business guy that, like, comes into town. And Trevor as the guy that's like, oh, hell no type of thing. (laughs) So I can see that happening. I can see that. And then... I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't even decide, I can't even think of like which which ladies I would want to be with them, but I have a sneaking suspicion that this is going to be really big and two of them and two of our most popular women are going yes. to be involved. That would be awesome. Yeah, so that is actually there's probably a lot of homework news out there that like we're missing and I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. But There's so much that, you know, sometimes it's hard to even
2: we have to kind of catch it when it shows up on like an Instagram right. or Twitter, or whatever. So like I try to look every time I get like I have alerts.
1: Right. I didn't
2: think it.
0: I didn't think of doing
2: that. Like every time you tweet something, you pop up on mine. Like I have it it's, set. Do you have the app? Yes. Oh, I don't have the
0: app. That's why.
2: Yeah. Every time, because I have an Apple Watch. So every time you tweet or somebody like one of the Hallmark Stars tweet that I follow, I have it set to where it alerts my watch to so let me know.
1: Post the sign to the live is actually October seventeenth. I'm not sure what I said, but that's the that's the date. I think so I it's the-
2: more of the it's it's like one the end of the harvest
1: mm-hmm.
2: ones. Yeah, I think so. Cause October twenty first or twenty second is um the start of Countdown to Christmas.
0: Yes, that's an excellent
1: point. So here's before we move on, here's one thing. Somebody was another uh a much more successful and entertaining and better at it than a fence podcaster um mentioned on their Instagram which I'm still working on now as I'm waiting for our logo to be fixed mentioned something about the full harvest movies that made me laugh but I didn't think of until she said it. You know how most of the, usually the Full Harvest movies have a lot of autumn feel to it? Like, you see the changing <laughs> of the leaves and the yeah. like cider festival. None
0: of these have had it. Yeah, no. it's not. Roadhouse did. Um, I, think actually, I, mean, I think actually, maybe you said it too.
1: And then I saw other people talking about it and it stuck in my head. But <laughs> I was like, oh, that that's
0: true. There's like none of that.
2: Yeah, there's
0: a couple. All right, are you ready to get into our previews? Yes. We're we done very, with news. Very excited
1: about both of them, but I'm a big fan of time travel, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the movie this week for Hallmark Channel is on Saturday, October 2nd at 9 p.m., and it's Love Strikes Twice. And it stars uh, Katie Findley as Maggie, Wyatt Nash as Josh, and Marshall Williams as Rick. <clears throat> and the little blurb from Hallmark is, a workaholic lawyer, Maggie, is having marriage issues. She wishes for a do-over and awakens 15 years in the past. Will Maggie choose college boyfriend, Rick, or will she stay with her husband, Josh? Um, Katie Findley is from Vancouver. This is her third Hallmark movie and actually she played in two other movies with Wyatt Nash. They played in the Karen Kingsbury, The Bridge One, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. She actually played Elizabeth Lisbeth uh, L- L- in the Nancy Drew series. so you might recognize her. And then Wyatt Nash is from Nashville. This is his fourth Hallmark movie. He was in the two with her. And then Mm -hmm. uh, he was in Cats and Dogs. He was also Charles Smith in Riverdale and Kurt Fletcher in Dear White People on Netflix. Mm -hmm. He plays the husband. And then the boyfriend, the college boyfriend, is played by Marshall Williams. Mm -hmm. And he's from Winnipeg. This is his fourth Hallmark movie. He played in a Hallmark movie called Pete's Christmas. And I remember watching it, but it was a long time ago. He was, like, almost a kid in it. And then he was in one called Amazing Winter Romance and Follow Me to Daisy Hills. Ooh, I know that one. And uh, he played in he played Tully in the movie The Ice Road that was more recent. And then he played Sam Tremblay on When Cars the Heart. And this one looks to be like it's going to be a funny one. Yeah, I'm interested in
1: this one. Actually, the the commercial just came on as as we're recording this. I'm interested in seeing how do. What is wrong with I'm interested in seeing how they do it. Uh, Because last week, well, on our last recording, we said that we mentioned that there's another kind of time travel one coming up in the Christmas countdown to Christmas with one with Christopher Lloyd and um, you know, Leah Thompson. I'm a big sci-fi fan. Uh, I enjoy some time travel stuff. I actually enjoy stories like these. i read quite a few books about it as well. And the cast looks fun and a little quirky.
0: Yes.
2: And apparently, I was reading an article. I can't remember where I found it. But I was reading an article earlier and it talked about where those two, um, Wyatt Nash and Katie finally worked together on those two movies together. They're, like, really good friends, Mm -hmm. and um, they really, really, I guess, work really well together, Um, but I was also, like, okay, it says it's 15 years in the past, because they were talking about wide leg jeans, prop hair, and I'm wondering, 15 years ago would have been, what, 2005?
1: Really? I could. Hmm. Okay, it's interesting you pointed that out because I thought, based on the, the scene where showing her jumping into the water, I thought it was like the 1960s.
2: Yeah, but it says 15 years ago. She goes back 15 years ago. So that would be 2005. So we're like,
0: mm, I was probably 25. Amber, how old are you? Twenty-four? I'm forty. No. I just turned
1: forty. Oh, so you f- I'm five, years old. a geez. I thought I was like I thought I was like ten years younger older than the other. No, no. <laughs> I
0: look
2: way younger than I really am. Like nobody believes that I'm as old as I am. Like nobody guesses me at forty. When I was cracking no, with no. when I was twenty six. I, I didn't think you
0: were. <clears throat> like,
1: yeah, I I didn't think you were forty, but I didn't think you were as young as I just suddenly thought you were. <laughs> if that makes sense like what you would do with me I thought you were going to say like yeah I was like 21 I'm like what <laughs> uh
2: Kenzie when I was pregnant with Kenzie I was 26 and I still to that day got the looks like the mm-hmm. like the you, you're too young to be pregnant looks and I'm like I'm 26 mm-hmm. years old I like waited a lot longer than everybody else
1: <laughs> right exactly
2: <laughs> yeah I've always looked younger thankfully hopefully it'll last but yeah it's 15 years so it would be 2005 so I guess that would be like the wide leg jeans and I guess it was like the Britney. No, Britney Spears was in the nineties, wasn't
0: she? I'm really curious, what year is in. And even the haircut, I thought it was kind of she's adorable. She's she's
2: really cute. I think it's going to be really I think it's going to be one of those it's not going to take itself too seriously it's going to kind of be like a you know there's there's always some heart in the Hallmark movies but I mean it's going to be a little bit less like do you know heavy I think or it might not be because you're talking about a divorce possibly because it talks about them being on the cusp of a divorce. They've had quite a few divorced or widowed themes
1: so far This year.
2: Yes, they have
1: quite a bit. Which is nice because it's a bit more mature and it veers off the oh, I had a bad day at work. I have to run back to my small hometown and find a cowboy.
2: (laughs) Kind of gets a little bit away. You got to go home and find the cowboy that you were with.
1: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have to get, you know, I have to get stuck somewhere and run into the love of my life that I didn't, that I'm. Made it to their destiny. Did you yes. ever see the, the Goodwin
2: movies? Yes, I've seen a couple of them. I haven't I saw, caught all of them.
1: I saw one last night. It was cute. And I don't. I haven't. I realized I haven't seen any of the other ones. They were kind of cute, and I didn't realize they were based on real stories. I did not know that. Yeah, I at the very end of it, it tells you who the story was based on. Yeah, it was cute. But oh, yeah. so love, so love strikes twice. I'm trying to think of there's quite a few books out there that i've read about like with this and other tv shows and 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 movies have done it so but i'm really curious to see how they pull it off it just looks very you're right though is it going to be a tearjerker or is it going to be very light and airy
2: there was they did this something similar to this and i can't remember it was and it was it had to do with a coffee shop the guy who owned a coffee shop, and uh, sh- she was a writer, and she had to choose between that, and she made the choice, and then now she either goes to the future. I think she goes to the future, though.
0: hmm
2: Like, she skips to the future, and it's it's a tearjerker, but but um, it kind of reminds me of that one a little bit, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be—maybe it'll be a little bit of both. Ooh.
1: I know. I'm really looking forward to it.
2: And the one that you were doing that you were getting ready to do, that is
0: oh gonna, be tear, it's gonna be a tear-jerker. jerker.
2: So okay, so
1: one summer premieres this Sunday on Homewalk movies and mysteries. I still want to say murder and mysteries, but Homewalk movies and mysteries. And it Of course my screen blinked. Hold on once I'm so sorry. So uh the blurb from Hallmark Channel itself says Jack was very sick and close to death, but his wife Lizzie is the one who unexpectedly passed away. After a surprising recovery, Jack returns to Lizzie's home, beachside hometown with their 15-year-old daughter Mickey and 10-year-old son Tyler to spend the summer in their childhood home Lizzie called The Palace, hoping they can all hear. So if you delve, so delve further into it, he starts to use his carpentry skills to help the character played by Sarah Drew. Who is a divorced single mother in her cafe, and he also starts to rebuild a lighthouse that was very special to his wife. And while he's working on the lighthouse, he starts to speak to his deceased wife. So this is also based on a book, which I've didn't, which I'm now interested in getting, and I'm curious to see is if are these just conversations he's having, you know, with himself and manifesting her, or you know how they play off the ghost aspect, you know, of it. So also something else that they've delved into a little bit before but not too much i don't i don't think and i'm also curious to how long ago she's passed away because i'm a little nitpicky like when they fall in love like three months later (laughs) which i don't which i don't think it is um but they're looking to heal and struggling to rebuild the lives and to become a family once again now sam page is from whitefish bay wisconsin he was born as Sam Elliott but of course that name is already taken by uh, <laughs> a, a famous actor he is he was in um a good wing Christmas he was actually in the one I watched last night a good Christmas second chance first love really adorable movie uh he was in Christmas in Rome a royal Christmas new year's Christmas eve Christmas. I know right the perfect Christmas present so he's obviously been in, in a in a few of them um Fans of Switched to Birth will know him as Craig. And he was Connor on House of Cards in 2014. So he has a pretty um and he's also uh Greg Harris on Mad Men. So he has a pretty and lots of other stuff. He has a pretty diverse uh background and is familiar to our Hallmark fans. Now Grey's Anatomy fans will want to choose choose Grey's Anatomy fans will want to tune in to see Jar- Sarah Drew. Who is known to them as Dr. April Kepner.
2: Yes. I love her. When I'm she so of- stopped, I quit watching the show because I liked her a lot.
1: I'm so out of the loop, so I don't even remember if I know if I remember her character. Um looks like she was on it in 2018. No,
0: I wasn't watching it. Wasn't watching it then. Um she was in also in a movie called Christmas Pen Pals. Which
1: was a warm Love movie, I believe. Um, she was also on Mad Men. That would be interesting. Yeah. And what else was she in? I don't see her in any other Christmas movies, but I could be wrong. And then the deceased wife is played by. Oh, and sorry, Sarah is from Stony Brook, Long Island, actually.
0: Well, can I say something
2: about the wife, the the girl who's playing the wife? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this woman's typecast or what, but I remember her from Center Stage. But she played in several other movies where she's played dead wives I who are, so. like kind of show up as like ghosts and like help their um their their ex husband or boyfriend or whatever through the you know the whole thing, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is.
1: She was in Project Christmas Wish. I don't know if I know that one, to be honest with you. Um, She was also on Suits, 12 Monkeys, Murder in the First. So again, she has a Pretty Little Liars. She was Meredith on Pretty Little Liars. So she has a pretty strong fan base. Oh, she was on your show, One Tree Hill.
2: Yeah, she, that was the one where she, she actually played, you know, the guy, um, I can't remember his name, Evan, that's on Chesapeake Shores now. Yeah. She played his dead wife.
1: Are you serious? So
0: yes. funny.
2: Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, she played his dead wife. And then she played in one show, I can't remember what show she was on, but she played, a like, a crazy stalker. Okay, maybe on One Tree Hill she was the crazy stalker. Mm-hmm.
1: She's but actually another, a boy. I know we like to throw in where they're from. She's from Hawaii. That's neat. Yeah.
2: I can't remember. I thought... She played another. Um...
1: Shoot, what is that? That's funny. Yeah, that
2: I'm she's, sure she really she's very.
1: She's very pretty. I also like that the two women don't look so much alike. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes so, when there's a divorced woman, a divorced family, or a deceased one, the people resemble each other, and that kind of freaks me out. But this one, I think, is definitely going to be a tearjerker. It involves the children. I'm sure as he starts to grow feelings for the new woman, then his children, you know, there, there might be some issues with her, his children. There might be some issues with her child since, since she's, you know, she's divorced. I think it's going to cover a lot of topics.
2: I'm getting a little bit of a, um, what was the movie? It was a Nicholas Sparks' film. Um, Notebook The blonde girl comes to the island to get away from her ex, and she Notebook? meets the guy who's I his, can't remember what it was called.
1: I haven't really seen many Nicholas Box movies,
0: but,
2: anyways, the wife is the ghost, and she helps
0: get mm-hmm. the woman to, um, in, you know, with her ex husband
2: but I'm getting that kind of a vibe.
1: Definitely. I think she, her spirit will help him work through a lot of issues, especially since they were both, he was so close to death and she was the one that wound up dying. There's probably going to be some guilt. Like it should have been him. Why was it? you know, why did he recover and just to lose her? Yeah. It's,
2: I have a feeling I'm going to be crying on this one. Oh,
0: gosh, I know.
2: Definitely going to be a tearjerker, I think. We'll have our tissues ready. So those are our previews. So now we're going to go into our first review. Mm -hmm. It's Taking the reins. So good. It was very, very good. And I cannot remember... Who starred in it. Um, I meant to write it down. I meant to grab my paper from last time.
0: Um, Can you pull it up? You want me to pull it up? And I'm pulling it up now.
1: Okay. Excuse my sniffling. What's it was her smooth. name.
0: Nikki
2: Deloche.
1: Yeah, so good.
2: And Scott Porter. Mm-hmm. My mom was actually. um, She called me the other day. And she said, the person you're talking about. She had to tell me. My mom's favorite show was Friday Night Lights. Oh,
0: good. So she, nice called
2: me she was like, I gotta tell you, she was like, the movie you're getting ready to view next week, because <laughs> she listens. Yeah, I was <laughs> awesome. like the only person who listens to us, but she listens. And, uh, you know, wait, wait, she, wait, let me for a second. Let me try to check. So many people I said to me, oh, I still to listen, but I couldn't
1: finish. I'm like, gee, thanks. Anyway. <laughs>
2: We have we have two hardcores for sure because I know my dad and my mom both they listen to it together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi, Mama and Papa.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. She said you're getting ready. It's gonna be my favorite. He played on Friday Night Lights, so she called and she told me that, and I was like, I did not know that. And she's like, Yeah, yeah. She's like, I just wanted to tell you that. But yeah, there are. Um. I guess they would be our. Uh. You know. Weekly listeners, so hi, mom and dad, we love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, but anyways, Nikki Deloach, I want to say, for one thing, that cup in the very mm-hmm. first scene, where can I get it?
0: She was right. eating
2: soup out of it. It was huge. Mm-hmm. I, I want it because I don't want I don't want to eat the coffee. I don't want to drink coffee out of it. I want it as a soup cup.
0: <laughs> mm, That'll be nice.
2: Because I love it, but she played Sam, and then Scott Porter played Luke, mm-hmm. and they were high school sweethearts. <clears throat> I couldn't
0: really remember I think he broke up with her or she broke up with him. couldn't really remember So it was kind of. So for,
1: I actually just rewatched parts of it today because it was on this morning, I think, or last night. But they were married young. They were married young, and she was having I don't want you know I guess she was she was a she was a very good she was a championship rider, and he was a trainer, and she was having some issues, and I guess. There was, you know, some lack of communication and she felt that he didn't listen, that he was unsupportive and such. So she left because there's a there's a moment where he said he says to her, I wanted to call, but you had just left me a month before.
2: Yeah, and I know that it took him forever to get around to why she quit writing. Um, So I guess she just kind of. I think she just kind of left, didn't she? why she left the writing
1: um i think she started to to struggle and she felt there was so much pressure from her father Uh that she just she wasn't enjoying it it wasn't something that she wanted um wanted to do anymore
2: this one i found very funny had several funny aspects um, it was serious when it needed to be, but there was some funny things. Uh, I thought about it. Everyone avoiding telling her that he was working at the farm.
0: Oh my gosh, as the trainer,
2: name. nobody bothered to tell her. <laughs> and the sister was cracking me up. Mhm. I mean, she was funny too. Um, she
1: was. She, she was really cute. That whole storyline when she thought the other guy was asking around at the end. He's gay. Yeah. I had a feeling. I, I just had a feeling that was going to happen.
2: I did not catch oh. that one. But, may I ask, the guy that she gets with in the end, I think she's much better fit for. Chauncey? Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I this This movie though definitely had a much more mature feel to it. Obviously they were divorced and she has to come to terms with why she stopped writing, why she left her husband, why she feels like her father doesn't, you know, support her. And, you know, feeling the pressure of, OK, she has to do this to help her father, you know, maximize how much he can get for the ranch um, or the property.
2: Right, now he, he said they want to he, sell it.
1: They want to step back. Let's talk about the mother for a second. That woman is like gold for my next life. I want to always look up on the hot mask. I always want to look that and put together and have that a string of pearls around my neck.
0: Oh, yeah, that
2: she's always on point.
1: Whoever the wardrobe people were for this movie deserve their own Hallmark award because it was amazing. From the accessories to every single outfit on everybody was stunning. Now, Twitter was constantly going berserk because this is homework. Right? We, right. Usually get a we usually get a kiss at the end.
2: Yeah, Raven so, wrote it down. Way more kissing in this episode. Three. Movie. Three,
1: three whole kisses. Like, way like, more. kisses, too. Yeah, yeah. Like in the middle, you know, and like randomly, we were like, what is this? This is like porn for homework. This is a lot. Yeah. Everybody, everybody on Twitter was freaking was was freaking out but it was very well done it was very well very well paced and while she was aggravated um that they didn't tell her and it took her a little bit to adjust they still they still were supportive of each other she knew he was the best the best trainer out there the best one to take on on the job and he really you know he really helped her Open up about a lot of things, and how cute was it with the baker though?
0: When she
1: when she said to her, "Everybody but you knows he's still in love with you."
2: Yeah, I thought that was sweet, and she, I, I I really felt at first I was like, "That's pretty crappy." She didn't tell her that they were dating, like, but then like she kind of redeemed herself in the end because she like gave up, you know. She just kind of, you know. Walked away graciously. And, you know, she knew she didn't have a chance because he was obviously still in love with Sam. Um, so, I mean, she didn't really have a
0: chance. And then she, she you know, owned that bakery, was dating him. And then the kiss under the tree, that part I liked a lot. It was cute. Yeah that was that was really cute the whole the whole conversation of do you love
1: me yes do you still love me and then she was like it was never a matter of not loving you i thought it was just very honest and i think there's a lot of couples out there where it's just a matter of communication you know they don't they're young or even older and they right, don't know and what
2: happened to... when they were so young mm-hmm. you know as you get older you realize that no relationship's perfect. Every relationship has flaws. But what right. makes the difference is the willingness to work through whatever. Because you do love each other. Exactly. And I think when you're that young that they were when they first got married, they didn't have that. Um, They didn't have that, you know, we're going to work out. We love each other and we want to be together. And, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And, right. you know, I never really... I guess that's probably where it kind of went astray. But, I mean, I felt like they were, they were, you know, you could obviously tell both of them still loved each other. Right. And did you catch
1: at the end how the mother, it was implied the mother set the whole thing up?
2: Yeah, I think they kind of both did. They knew she was going to come back. And yeah, she is the best trainer, but still. Mm
1: And I think uh, though, they they were definitely both involved. And I, I was kind of funny because I kept I kept wondering if the doctor was in on it too, and he wasn't really hurt.
2: Oh, where he hurt his his um mm-hmm.
1: was
0: it, his wrist. Yes. And he no, couldn't hold it.
2: but I guess he really did get hurt.
1: I know, but I like my theory better.
2: Let's see. I guess that she quit. Let's see. Right here is where I wrote it down. Finally, I found mm-hmm. it. Where she quit. Mm-hmm. She quit. Riding because the winning became more important than the actual um, enjoyment enjoyment of the riding and, and competing. Right. And how beautiful was that horse?
0: Oh, my God, stunning.
2: But
1: how bad were the body doubles?
2: Yeah, you could obviously tell it was not her on the horse.
1: Walmart, we love you. But just you like do you,
2: better. Picked, you
1: could do better. Pull away, you know something. I mean, even when Corbin Burnson, Berns, Corbin, I love Corbin now, was supposed to be writing. Obviously, we know it's not him, right? But you we love you. That's why we're talking about you. We love you, but you have billions of dollars, millions at least. You could do a little bit. And enough with the beach waves, everybody <laughs> still. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, it was it was beautifully done. In a lot of ways, it was very light. It it had a very good um. The scenery was 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 some of the best, and everything was just lit really well. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, good screen lighting. And I was think uh, that one of the funnier parts was the argument at the dinner table, and that's where I kind of got that they the parents were trying to get them back <laughs> together because I mean regardless of whether he was her he was the trainer or not. There's no way that even, you know, two parents would, you know, invite the ex son in law <laughs> together. Right. So I was like, and, this is a setup.
1: And how cute was it that they named their couch and he kept it?
2: Oh yeah, it was super sweet.
1: It really was cute. It really was cute. Now what? I need the sister and Chauncey.
2: <laughs> yes we need a little side story there we, we um, need so. a little something i wish she would met him more towards the middle but i guess the whole point was her concentrating on matt the entire time and then finding out you know that he had a partner
0: right
2: <laughs> and then um i just thought that was really funny because it was kind of like oh she,
1: she got over it real quick so you
2: know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like That's- that you've ever seen the music video to call me maybe have you ever heard that song yeah, call him kind on. of the same thing. Like she's like trying to get his attention, washing the car and stuff. And then at the end of the film, she goes to ask for his number, and he's, you know,
3: mm-hmm. he wants
2: her friend because <laughs> he's, you know, right. Yeah, it was hilarious.
1: What I would you? Oh gosh, wasn't she stunning?
2: He was, and she told her, you know, you write with your head. Mm-hmm. You need to write
0: with your heart.
1: Oh, gosh, when she said, when she was trying to dial up empathy, I howled. I was dying. And she's like, real quiet. And she says, to her, what's going on? She's like, I'm trying to, you know, pull up some empathy for you. I'm like, oh, that's cold.
2: And then and then she shows up at the end to support her. And I thought that was sweet. Right. That she was also adorable. did not change her job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. Um, yes.
1: But they kept the ranch and prom- gave it, promoted, um, well, I can't think of his name, because I'm stupid and a bad podcaster, the um, job to run it, along with the sister, which was great.
2: I kind of liked how they were, like, asking, you know, they were going to tell Luke they were going to promote him to, you know, thing and sh- she thinks it's her. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we don't mean you.
1: <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, we can do this. do this without you.
2: And then just one more thing that I had was the blue suit on Luke.
1: Sweet baby Jesus.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. And also that the um there was a little bit of extra story in there about a father daughter kind of trying to learn,
0: um, to show love. Um, mhm. I think they do. Um, they kept Communicate. Yeah. Communicate. And he kept
2: all those magazines for of you know. Okay. So, yeah. What
0: would you rate it? What would you rate it?
2: Um, I liked it. I'm probably going to rate it a little. I think I go a little high sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go about a six and a half. Maybe. Really? That low? Yeah, cause I mean I liked it. I really did. But, um, I think I like the, <sighs> I liked it. Maybe I should go a little bit higher. Maybe I should go. No, 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 no. Go what you got. Be honest. Go no, what I what was about a seven. Like, it didn't, like, wow me. Like, the one last episode, Um, I think it was two episodes ago, actually, that we did with the wine and the psalm. I can't remember what it was. Raise a glass to love. That one. It blew me away. The ending was like, oh my god, I love that.
1: I honestly thought they weren't going to get together. I really yeah. did. I was like, oh my god, I, they're not going to get love together. I
2: loved that movie. Yeah, love that, that would one. be one I would watch again. This one, mm-hmm. I liked it. It was good. I would probably watch it again if it was on. But I mean, I didn't like, absolutely love it.
1: Right. It's, I liked, I didn't mean to interrupt one, I liked the maturity of it. I liked that it was a little different than your standard ones that we get um all the time i'm a little bit higher than you with the uh, seven
0: and a half we're,
2: we're kind of close kind of close yeah, there
0: close. we're
2: kind of close all right so then we're going to go into the hallmark movies and mysteries
1: rise and shine benedict stone now this is another one um based of uh, their based on a book series and benedict This is a story about benedict stone And his wife, Amelia, who was separated after 10 years, when they're trying for a baby, is unsuccessful and puts a lot of strain on their marriage. However, it's also the story of Benedict, who is estranged from his family. He has a younger brother, Charlie. Um, Their parents died, to be honest with you. I kept missing how they died, I think, in an accident or such. And they were jewelers. They were, what would you, they were, they worked with gemstones. Um, and they traveled for them. This one as well had a lot of beautiful scenery. Um, yes. I was really tired and not feeling well the first, when it aired. So I was watching it and I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Not because it was boring, but then I just, I just wasn't feeling well. So I watched it bits and pieces and I liked it. I watched it straight through today for the first time, and I really, I really enjoyed it. It's not flawless. It's it's a beautiful movie. It's very very well done, and I have the book, which I skim through, and it keeps pretty much to the book from from what I could tell. Um. So, Gemma is Benedict's teenage niece who appears one stormy night at his door under mysterious circumstances. She claims she her phone was stolen. She claims and this and the other thing, and he's very surprised because he hasn't spoken to Charlie in. Years, like years, she's supposed to be what 16, yeah, so, she's 16 or 17. And he Charlie left when he was 18, so let's roughly say between 18 and you know 20 years. Give it like you know, he has to meet his first wife and get married and have the kids, So let's say about 20 years, okay. Um, so she appears and he like just lets this teenage girl walk and like we're like, okay, you're my niece, and so she's a bit shady and he knows it, but. There's something about her that he just takes her at his word. Every information she gives him to try to contact the father is really her. Um, you know, the email and whatnot, it takes him a long time. Charlie, she is Charlie, you know, eventually responds. So Gemma has run away from home because we learn we learned later that her father, her mother is remarried and travels all over with someone and has no time for her, really. She sees her once a year. And that her father is remarried, and the second wife is expecting twins, and she feels like she doesn't fit in. So right. she shows up. She shows up, and to meet her uncle Benedict, who she calls Uncle B, and he's a Uncle. Uncle Benedict and Amelia have separated, and he's trying to win her back. So when this movie first started, I was like, ugh. Amelia just wants him to change and doesn't, you know, I had this, like, preconceived notion, like, oh, she just wants him to change. She's not, good you know, good enough or whatever. But, no, that's that's not true. He, it, We learn that the struggles have just become too much, and Amelia feels that his focus is that he'll never be happy unless, you know, they have a child, um, even, you know, through adoption, and she's just not sure that's what she wants anymore. The cute part of this, one cute part of this movie, before I finally shut up, is that their stores Oh, where she's working in her cousin's floor shop is right across from his jewel store so they can constantly spy on each other.
2: Yes, they do. They spy on <laughs> each other a lot.
1: So before I toss it over to you, let me just say that Benedict is played by Tom Everett Scott. Amelia is played by Mia Maestro. And Gemma is played by Ella Balentine. Tom Everett Scott we will pop. People may know him from lots of stuff because he's in everything. Yeah, he
2: was in a lot of stuff. He's been on a lot of TV shows.
1: Yeah, 13 oh, Reasons Why, The Healing Powers of Dude, Elementary, uh, Scream, the TV series, Rain, Z Nation, like 10,000 things. And yeah. Mia, 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 Mia. She's not been in a whole lot. She hasn't been in a whole lot, right? She's a beautiful woman. What a lovely actress. She's from Um, Is She's in Mayans. Uh, Nashville scandal. So she's in so she was in some really pretty well known things. Um, none of which I ever I ever watched. She was in alias for a while. And then Gemma.
2: Gemma's played, the one that's not been in very many things. I wasn't thinking I was thinking about her. Hmm.
1: The,
2: the yeah, girl I who plays Gemma.
1: Well. She is from Toronto. She She actually played Anne Shirley in T V ser in movie series i never heard of anna green gables the good stars and anna green gables fire and Dew. i've never heard of them and i'm a big ann fan she was also in rain but mine part. time trevor some random things here and there she's a relatively new actress she was adorable there was something about her character though that i don't know it was her voice that at times it was a little off-putting so now that i've stole this and i told you the whole thing of the movie was about What
2: <laughs> i liked it a lot um actually i wrote it down the parents drowned on that trip Um, they went to a trip to get the to get gemstones that's how they would get the stones Mm -hmm. Um, and they drowned and then um, that left Benedict to raise Charlie and I totally get being mad that he used the insurance money to pay off the house and the shop but in a way I kind of get why Ben, Ben did it Like, he was just trying to take care of his brother, and he probably didn't know what else to do. And he was thinking, if he pays the house off in the shop, they'll always have a place to live, and they'll always have a place to work. Right. You know, he didn't know that he was going to do something else. I mean, I don't know that if I'd have been Benedict, I would have done anything different. I probably would have done the same thing. Right, we
1: don't know. You don't know yeah. unless you're in that situation, but yeah. Charlie, Charlie's character, the way he was portrayed, was definitely the weakest link in the movie. You get that he's be, he's still angry and everything, but you just hated him.
2: Yeah, I didn't really, didn't like him a whole lot. Um, I kind of was very, kind of almost angry with him. Yeah. Because, you know, Benedict pretty much gave up his entire life to take care of Charlie because he was, what, 18 at the time? 19 mm-hmm. at the time? And you know it's like he's almost ungrateful, like I understand he thinks that he stole his money, but it's not like he stole his money. he still had the rights to the part of the property, and he still had rights to part of the store. It's not right. like he his money was completely gone.
1: Mm-hmm. you know um yeah there's probably more in the book which I'll be interested in 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 finding out because they kind of glossed over that whole thing and throughout yeah. the throughout the movie, Gemma helped her uncle open up and realize what was important in life and kind of move from the past she encouraged him to go back to designing um the jewelry jewelry sorry my dog was doing something stupid designing jewelry and freshening up the house and the store and helping him open up to amelia
2: how beautiful was the tree with all the stones i
1: want that tree and
2: that? then they had all kinds of beautiful things in this movie. The whip and willow with all the stones. Then you have the art. Mhm. was beautiful. I don't know who did it, but they need props for that because it was absolutely gorgeous. And then you had um, the necklace that he made her and gave her at the end.
1: Yes, that it was, was beautiful. was beautiful. I love the drop at the back. I love when the necklaces have like those teardrops or drops at the back mm-hmm. where the clasp is. I love that. It was so beautiful. The scenery, you know, was stunning. The the characters, the um, <coughs> excuse me, the supporting cast, I thought was very natural. I think the whole cast was what you were saying earlier. Everybody was just kind of. The, Gemma's voice kind of like irritated me at times, but that's just me. Um.
2: And I, and I liked everybody natural. except for Charlie. Oh,
1: yes, I love it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody just kind of like was natural, like somebody, you know, a good friend, you know. Everybody just seemed to fit and flow together. And the two, the two brothers, I'm like, okay, those are hallmarks. Next, <laughs> next stars, the two
0: young boys. Yeah,
2: that I love the two boys.
0: That's probably one cute. of my
2: favorite parts. And yeah. uh, his two friends.
0: One oh, really of them was
2: funny, the, the, the two that fished all the time, but then the other one owned the restaurant, and he was the father of the two boys. Yes. And I mean, I really loved it. It was really, really right, I don't know where it was set, but it felt like a very Seattle-ish, but it probably wasn't. It was probably more well, New was... No, it was Seattle. She also, says okay. It yeah, felt very yeah.
0: wa- Washington State as what I was... Yeah. What would you rate it? Um a nine. I would agree with you. I'd give it a nine.
2: Um, I think it would have been a little bit the
1: the ending was kind of rushed. Otherwise, yes. I would have given it a 10 because it was one of their best movies in a very long time. I think it it adapted the book very well. Um and I'm gonna
2: be mean and say this, and it's probably not a good thing. It would have been a 10 for me had, and and I'm going to be awful, and probably people are going to hate me. Charlie? Your
1: parents? Your parents are going to hate you? What's
2: no. no. <laughs> people are going to. If Gemma had stayed with Benedict and Amelia, and there was like, because I did yeah. not like Charlie at all. Charlie kind of ruined yep. it for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's probably a lot in the book that they cut out, but I think the you know... Understandably for time and 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 whatnot, but the whole Charlie thing just fell fell flat because he was just you know kind of over over the top and over harsh. Like come back Here. and be bitter, you know, be bitter. We get it, but it's Yeah,
2: it's you know? been like how many years?
1: <laughs> how cute though was the renewal vows? Those were so sweet. It was so very sweet. I love it. Yeah, this is probably my this. This is probably, definitely one of my favorite ones in, in a long time. So, well-deserved. Well yes.
2: Nine. All right. Are you ready to get into our top, top ten? ten or, like, our top five, I guess you would say, it's ten yeah. movies total? We're,
1: we're still working out the kinks of our top tens, but this <laughs> week, Amber, a very good idea um, to do our top ten movies favorite movies of all time so we each picked five we probably each could have picked ten um probably <laughs> so really you get into top five lists because these aren't ranked in any particular are. <laughs> in particular order
2: i have my favorite in my least but i still love them all Yes,
1: definitely. Okay. Did you want me to
2: start first? I don't remember yes. what we did. I went first last time, so you get to go first this time.
1: Okay. Let me make sure I have my tabs open in the right order. I did that while we were speaking, so I probably do. Okay. So my number five, I didn't. My number five was Elevated Girl. It's a Lacey Chabay and Ryan Merriman in a modern Cinderella-esque where a young successful lawyer panics when he finds that he has fallen for a working-class girl. So Lacey, of course, is the queen of Hallmark. Ryan plays, she's known as Liberty Taylor in the movie. Ryan plays Jonathan McIntyre. And its successful Boston lawyer is a fatherless workaholic who only dates girls recommended as career boosts by his colleague and buddy Nick. Um, At a festive inauguration as the law firm's youngest full partner, he meets Liberty in the elevator, and she's the caterer. So, encouraged by his secretary, Rosemary, they date and start falling in love. As Nick predicted, her lack of ambition and social skills prove a rather big obstacle for his future. So, he sounds like an obnoxious creep, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. but he doesn't it's it's not really played you know played that well and obviously they get together in the end so but the Boston setting um and how you know sweet she is and how like she doesn't cave she doesn't you know run off and in tears every um five seconds it was just a beautifully it's actually if on IMDB it has an eight out of ten so that's like really good. It's very sweet. It's very romantic. I have not
2: seen it. It sounds like something it's, that I need to you,
1: watch. I, if you can find it, it's it's really good. It's it's really, really good. The setting, everything.
0: My
2: and then, yeah, I definitely need to watch that one. And what's really funny is your number five is Lacey Chabert. Chabert. My number five is Lacey, too. Really? Yeah.
0: Which um, ones
2: the least? my neighbor five is the royal christmas and it's a 2014 christmas movie and it stars Lacey chabert mm-hmm. who plays emily and stephen hagan who plays leopold and jane seymour who plays his mother and of course it is a you know about a uh she's a simstress that works at her dad's store and she meets this man and uh, they fall in love and come to find out he's a prince yes Yes, i remember this one (laughs) and like i told you i am a sucker for a prince or a princess plot secret prince plot Mm. um my hallmark you know little heart and my harlequin presents romances (laughs) so um Basically, what happens is he finally tells her and he wants to marry her. And um, of course, the queen, Jane Seymour, uh, his mother does not approve. And uh, if you get a chance to see it, it's really, really good. Um, of course, we all know who Lacey is, she's the Hallmark Queen, and then you've got Kevin or Stephen Hagen, who plays Leopold, and I could not really find anything that I really recognized him in him. He's done a few you know movies, but she has got that lovely British accent. And then mm-hmm. Jane Seymour, of course, played Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. So just about everybody probably knows who she is. But um, she comes in, and the mom kind of tries to uh, pretty much run Emily off. Um, mm-hmm. She brings in the ex-girlfriend. She brings, you know, you know, tries to prove that, you know, Emily's not world <laughs> material, of course. But then in the end. She changes her mind. But if you ever get a chance to see it, definitely watch it. But it's right after my own heart. <laughs> and that will bring I us love, to
0: number
1: four. Wait, let me, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, let me just say this one. I love Jane Seymour. I love her in that one because I love it. She's like so wicked, you know, but like in a whole Mocky, you know. Yeah, it's I, I like the evil
2: stepmother type way.
1: That, that's one of the royal ones that I really really like so my number four actually does not have a good rating on imdb but many 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 people say that it's one of the most beautifully shot and very well done excuse me um hallmark movies and it's home by spring now home by spring stars poppy drayton as loretta and stephen R mcqueen as wayne and Wayne is your I hate liars, you know, type of person. Well, he, well he's Paul in, in the movie. And I believe, hold on, I just screwed that up. Nope, he's Wayne. I have my people messed up. Scott Bailey is, is Paul, so I apologize for that. Um, so it's Poppy and Scott Bailey. So she is an ambitious ambitious event planner who gets an opportunity she can't refuse, and she goes undercover as her own boss. And returns to her rural hometown. She basically she pretends that she's running the show when she's not, and with the help of her family and the man she left behind, she pulls off the perfect um, spring retreat. And it's one of those ones that I did make fun of, where she finds out that you know she's better off in her hometown than the big than the big city. Um, but this was in 2018, and it was part of the Spring Fever lineup, which replaced the Spring Fling. Um, term that they used before. So it was just really, it was really cute. I mean, it had a couple of twists and turns that you're like, eh, really? But everybody just acted in it so well
0: and were believable in their parts.
2: I have not seen that one.
0: It's really cute. It's really
1: cute. In my opinion. In IMDB people hated it, but what do they know?
2: Uh, you can't go by that stuff. I know and we're on what number four
0: Mm -hmm.
2: okay my number four is Christmas at Graceland it's 2018 Christmas movie got several Christmas movies on this one I think four out of my five were Christmas movies um I think a lot of this one has to do with the fact that I love Graceland so much
0: Um, I've
2: been there um think i had been there when this movie came out like i'd already been there my husband took me it was like the one of the major trips that i've ever had in my life i loved it i enjoyed it i was a a huge elvis fan um Mm -hmm. it's Uh, got priscilla plays a small part in it which you know anything but um it's christmas at graceland it stars kelly pickler and wes brown who -hmm. plays clay and uh laurel is who kelly plays um wes if you probably don't know if you probably know who he is, but if you don't, he was in Sweet Pecan Summer and a Nashville Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly's been in several Mistletoe Secret. Um, she's been was in Wedding to Graceland, which was the follow up to this one. But basically, Laurel plays a Chicago based executive who travels to Memphis to close a deal um, mm-hmm. for a bank. And when she's in town, she bumps into her old flame Clay, a local mu- business pr- mu- music promoter. Though Laurel tries to stay focused on work, she gets back to the old days when they're performing duo on the brink of stardom. And Laura finds herself drawn to the city of blues and clay, and she dreams of making music once again. Now she does. One of those. She quits her job, and goes to work at the local bank, right. and stays in Memphis. But it didn't really have that. Memphis is a pretty big town, so it wasn't really like the small town, you know. I mean, it's it's considerably smaller than Chicago, but I mean, it still has that large town, you know, city feel to it, so, but it was about a girl going home, deciding to stay home. I was trying to see what the rating was
0: on IMDb. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think so. You have to watch it, because
2: you're, like, a huge Elvis fan, too. It got a really bad rating on IMDb. It got a 5.8 That's of saw 10. A, I saw the other Graceland
1: but I don't, there was another Graceland one, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, it's Wedding at Graceland. It's the follow-up I, see,
1: I, I saw the follow-up one. I never saw the original. I, I saw bits and pieces of the original. I like them both. I mean, it's at Graceland. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. I don't care what it, you know. It stinks, <laughs> But I'm going to watch it. No, I thought they were really cute. I thought she was adorable in it. I don't know why it's rated so low.
0: People really like those. Yeah, so it was IMDb pretty good. I am DP just a bunch of jerk pieces.
2: And then that brings us to your number three. Okay, so my three
1: and two are kind of interchangeable, so kind of a tie in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I put at number three The Christmas Train, which is from 2017 and stars Dermot Mulroney. Kimberly Williams-Paisley, Danny Glover, Joan Cusack, a really great cast, Holly, um, Alyssa. And Dermot plays a writer who takes a day trip on a train hoping to get ideas for a book that he's writing in the memory of his father. His true love, Kimberly, happens to be on the train writing a script and they bond with different people along the way. It's, and it's obvious two are still in love. Holly plays the woman that he's currently with, but, you know, they break up by the end of the, end of the trip. So um, Dermot and Kimberly were, I believe, war correspondents, and they were together for quite some time. But then they um, had a parting of the ways, but never really over each other, of course, because it's it's homework. And they actually solve a bit of a mystery on the train. If I remember the details correctly, somebody is having. Um, I think i remember watching this one Things stolen and they kind of yeah. they kind of they kind of it out and i have this on my list if you're thinking well she doesn't know what the plot is because suddenly my brain i'm remembering a book that i just read that had a similar plot and i'm trying not to <laughs> um confuse confuse the two i just really enjoyed this one was probably on movies and mysteries um, yeah
2: scott williams it had kimberly williams paisley in it too mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. I maybe I didn't I Oh, that. and
2: Joan Cusack. This is like Danny yeah, Glover. Just, did you you were just listening to me when I said that? I missed that part. I didn't see the Joan oh Cusack. I missed that part. Sorry, it I was has, looking it up. It has a six out of a ten on IMDb.
1: Um, it's more of a drama romance. Um, people are like oh, it's not really a Christmas movie, but it's set around that time. It's a four day it's a four day trip, four day three thousand mile trip. Well
2: take a train trip that um, i think
1: know right mm-hmm. yeah. and all the all the cabins have you know beds and desks. and it's joan cusack who i think is the thief if i'm yeah and there's all these like crazy characters and, and such and the holly max powers is played by danny glover he's actually a hollywood director <coughs> excuse me he's actually the one that facilitates the two of them <laughs> getting back together um but it's it's really cute it's it's very it's very enjoyable it's it's different it's everybody's just such everybody in it's just such a good such it's just
0: just it's just such I a think, really good cast
2: i can't really remember the plot but i remember i did like the movie quite a bit
0: mm-hmm.
2: all right we ready to go on to number threes yeah okay my number three is an older movie um it's not yeah, real old, but I think this was before the time that there was even a Hallmark Channel. I don't know when there was a Hallmark Channel, but this one was from 2005, and it was called The Magic of Ordinary Days. And it was about a girl named named Livvy, who's played by Carrie yes. Russell. Of course, we all know from Felicity.
1: I just saw this one for the first
2: time. And then Skeet Aldridge, who, of course, played in Scream. That's where I know him from. Mm -hmm. Um, He played Ray, and basically it was about a girl who became pregnant. She kind of got, I would say, lied to by a professor. Um, I think sometimes, of course, we know men sometimes use their Mm -hmm. (laughs) to kind of influence her. And she ends up pregnant. And this was set back in World War II, so that was a big (laughs) Uh, no-no. So basically, her father wants to pretty much disown her. And she's a very Mm -hmm. educated woman. Um, They had money. Um, So he pressures her into marrying a, doing an arranged marriage with a lonely farmer. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, Ray plays the farmer. But it's not really like, uh, it's just like the wording of the movie. It's just two people slowly falling in love over Mm -hmm ordinary activities and right. you know her learning how to cook because she had no idea how to cook for him um just little things that you know happen it is very old style woman right. house man works in the field but I mean it's just I still love it I just love it and at the end you know it has a great ending and um so it's I, I struggled to not put it higher but I didn't really want to put it too high because it was such an older story. Um, you know, it's not very doesn't really hold up to today's standards, but I still love it and it still gets I, me every time. <laughs> I saw this for the first time about a month ago. I don't know. If, I think it was on
1: during the day, and I I had it on. It was just so beautiful, and she befriends the the um the Asian women and is trying to help people and everything. She's just, you know, such a, she's just such a good person and she doesn't want to, you know, hurt him, even though she does a little bit at, um at, at one point, but yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautifully done.
2: And actually, believe it or not, I got a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDB, which really surprised yeah, me.
1: I would, yeah, it, I'd be a little higher in, in, in my book. It was, that's, there was at one time, and we'll get to it with, with, with one of mine. There wasn't a Hallmark channel per se, but they had, like, Hallmark Presents. It
2: was the Hall of it, Fame.
1: The Hallmark Hall of Fame. And yeah. then they used to be, like, on CBS or something like that. Like they like, were like
2: big Sunday nights.
1: Yes, yes, they were, they, were big, they were
2: big productions. And then what's your number three?
0: Okay, so. No, two. Oh,
2: you're number two. No, you haven't done your number three. I didn't No, I did three movies. Oh, you did? Okay, so we're on number two. Yeah, okay. So
1: this one is just a favorite of mine. I love it. And it's getting its full this year. It's it's in no, you know, it's in no way. I love this movie. It's in no way like one of their top movies ever, but it is a fan favorite. And it's just really delightful acting. And it is The Nine Lives of Christmas, which we're all so excited that we're getting The Nine Kittens of Christmas um, this year. So it, of course, stars Kimberly Sustad as Mary Lee, Brandon Roth as Zachary, and as Gregory Harrison and Chelsea Hobbs and a whole bunch of other wonderful. Wonderful people, and of course, it's as the Christmas holiday draws near, uh, a veterinarian's veterinary student and a stray cat challenge a flyman's commitment to live life as a bachelor. So, sorry, I dropped one of my earbuds. So, she ends up moving in with him, correct? Yes, yes, she, she ends up moving in with him, and you know, they. Of course, it has your classic misunderstanding.
2: Yeah.
1: At some point, um, but they're so adorable together. They're so natural. Um, are, together. And I want to
0: know I what think, happens. That there's another I movie. Think, I think she falls first. Yes.
2: She falls to him first. He's and, got
1: a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend who, of course, is a witch. But then the and she actually the witchy girlfriend actually gets. Merrily fired from her from her job at the pet store because the girlfriend's father owns the pet store, so she's mean. We don't we don't like her. But the the greatest the greatest scene, you know what I'm going to say, right? The greatest scene is when he runs out and kisses her under the mistletoe.
2: Oh yeah, right? Is that that part? That was just
1: so cute. And then of course at the end, there's the grand gesture when they when they get when they get together but it's just this is a fan favorite people love love I mean people I love Brandon Brandon Roth he was Superman he was on Legends of Tomorrow he's just he's just such a natural actor in in my opinion, he doesn't get enough enough respect as as Superman and I'm secretly hoping like he was a Superman t-shirt in this movie um
2: Yeah, I like that movie a lot.
1: They, they did it in the. They did it in the. Um, they did it in the first one. There was a lot of little clues and little like one, you know, play on words that imply that he was Superman. So I'm hoping they
0: continue that. Them.
1: Yeah, it was really captivating. It actually has a nine out of ten on IMDb. Oh, uh, yeah. I
0: can
1: see it. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's. I think the animal characters helped as well. It's actually based on a short novel, which I did not know. I'm just saying that here. I don't know how many um Hallmark movies can done, but I wish I would see her a bit more.
2: They're just so
1: likable that you want them together from the get go.
2: Yes. Yes. I agree.
1: And the cat the pets aren't just there to be pets, they actually have an integral role in the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's That's, like, my top Christmas movie of all time.
2: Well, my number two, my last two are Christmas movies, but (laughs) my number two is kind of a tearjerker. It's Mm -hmm. called Christmas with Holly. It was 2012. It's kind of an older one. Um, It's actually set, it actually, there's a book. I actually read the book before I watched the movie. Um, It was really good. Um, but it stars Eloise Mumford, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Maggie, and she actually played in Chicago Fire. She also played Kate Cavanaugh Kate K- K- in 50, in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. I, uh,
1: so I interrupted you to say that. I'm so mad I didn't pick this movie. Uh,
0: um,
2: and then Sean, Shane Ferris, who's from Pretty Little Liars and a Veteran's Christmas, he plays Mark. And basically it's about a little girl and her uncle. Um, and basically what it is, is the little girl's uh, mother died and the uncle, the younger uncle, there's three uncles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger one becomes the sole care, you know, caretaker for the, the child. And she does not talk after right. her mother dies at all. And um, they go to, into a toy store and she meets Holly. And it's just it's just a it's heart, you know, it gets to your heart and it's this them learning, you know, her learning how to deal with the grief and the three brothers are hilarious and they're like little um the way they play off each other, they're each different and um I, I've just it's really if you if you get a chance to see it and you know, it you gotta I, watch it.
1: <clears throat> I love that one. I love that one. I'm so mad that I forgot it from my list. But <laughs> Excuse me, when... Sorry, when she gives her um, the fairy house. Oh, when she yeah. To her, right? How Maggie brings it to her. How adorable is that? And the brothers have their, like, you know, moments that they don't want to be with each other. They, they The other two kind of feel like at times that it's, you know, too much with Holly. Um... But of course they they love their niece, and they start to put her um first and the moment when she speaks and how excited they are, like it's just so yeah. real it's just you feel it, you really feel it, and of course, it has a misunderstanding, but that I actually like that misunderstanding where he thought that she, she didn't like want kids in her her life or. Or whatever, and then she realizes it and, and she, you know, corrects it. But it was just a beautiful movie. It is a tearjerker. It is a beautiful, and the brothers are um, really good together. Very natural. Almost like they're actually really. And then
2: they have the whole fight over trying to get her to say who's, who, which uncle's her favorite.
1: Right, and she chooses the younger one. Yeah. And because the, and then later on she's like because it's the. Her guardian is, is more basically like her dad. it's so sweet. she's such a, she was well, she's older now obviously, but the actress who played Holly, um Josie Galena, she was adorable. she was so good.
2: yeah, she's actually like i I loved the unlike most people, I love the 50 Shades of great Chili. i like the books. Um, she was actually like one of my favorite characters, and I feel like she played her character the most accurate with the books. Mm-hmm. Um. so I mean she's a really good actress <clears throat> but IMDB even gave it a 7 out of 10
0: so I mean that's to- pretty good that brings me to my number
1: 1 which is the legendary Sarah Plain and Tall.
2: and I am a sucker for those movies as well I'll, I like those movies as well Glenn Close, Christopher Walken,
1: Lexi Randall, Christopher Bell, John DeVise. So it's 1910, a Kansas widowed farmer, Jacob, played by Christopher Walken, is having a hard time raising his children and running his farm. I'm just reading this. I was it. without the help of a wife. He puts an ad in the paper for a bride to help him and gets a response from a woman named Sarah, who only describes herself as plain and tall. Sarah travels to the farm for a one-month trial period, but finds Jacob Jacob's stubborn attitude and his daughter's views of her as a replacement mother difficult to bear. I watched. I remember watching this movie when it first came out in 1991, and I and There's two more. This uh, Skylock,
0: and what's the other one? Was Sarah Plain and Tall? Sarah Plain and Tall, Skylock, and then there's a there's a third one whose
1: name wants to just not come in my head. But anyway, so it was. I mean, it's Glenn Close and Christopher Walken, and she's you know proud, you know, independent. She does you know try. She has a lot to learn about the land and everything like that. And the daughter of course she's like you know we don't need you. You're not my mother. But she grows to to love her, and then of course. She becomes friends with everybody. There's a, you know, the, the fire, and and everything. But it's just so beautiful. This all the stories in it, all the lessons. It's 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 legendary. I love them. I actually really mad if I just deleted them off my my DVR. I've had them on there for months. Yeah, um, you can't
2: get nothing better than those.
0: You constantly, know, I
1: constantly watch them every time every time they're on it she's um a male little bride which is what i was going to say about the one with um carrie russell my mother and yeah. i always loved to read um male little bride books they weren't not the slutty ones people not the slutty ones but like you know it was certain times you know the that was what people did in the West and turned I mean, there's the There's
2: some cultures now who still do it. Still do it the yeah. Indian culture is still very popular and very common. And it, Even living in the U.S., they, they have arranged yeah. marriages. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. And it yeah. goes back to the all thing. You can love, you know, love. It's, it's wanting to stay together and, and loving each other and working through things. And, you know, I, I'm i a sucker for an arranged marriage plot. <laughs> Yeah, this and this is and it's not that so mature, you know. It's not like,
1: and, it is, and in in so many ways, it's very wholesome. And so you watch them fall in love, and then of course she decides to leave, and he of course he goes after her
0: <laughs>
1: and everything. And the little boy, and it's so adorable. He he takes to Sarah right away, and Sarah helps Jacob realize that you know the daughter needs to be a young girl, you know, as <laughs> as well. It's my all-time, all-time favorite.
2: All right. Uh, I like it, too. It's pretty good. And then I guess it comes to my last number one. And this one, the first time I watched it, I think I went through a box of tissues. It's probably the most I've cried. It's just a really good movie. It's called Christmas Magic, and it's from 2011. And it stars Lindy Booth, who plays Carrie. She, I don't know, She's played in several, lots of different Hallmark movies, but she was also in The Librarians. And mm-hmm. then Paul Mag- Magillen, um, has plays Scott. I don't really know. He was just in a lot of different TV movies. Um, there's not really anything that you would know him from. Um, mm. But after a terrible accident, Carrie must earn her wings in heaven as a guardian angel to Scott and his daughter, Abby but she might lose her wings when she falls in love with Scott. So basically it's about a girl who's a party planner and mm-hmm. she's all about the flashy cars and the flashy clothes and the flashy whatever. And she gets in the car accident and she wakes up in what I would say is Central Park at a at like a uh fountain.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a
2: man there meet, to meet her and he explains that she, you know, she's getting her one last chance to get her wings. Um, because she hasn't lived the best life and, uh, she's got to help this guy and his daughter because they're losing, losing their faith. And, um, he owns a restaurant and she kind of just shows up and tries to help him make something of this restaurant and she helps him a lot. And she brings him and the daughter out of their mourning for his wife. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, and then you see her, she slowly, slowly starts falling, with, you know, the girl and the, the boy and, uh, you know, this entire time. You're thinking that she's, you know, she's not got much time left and uh, spoilers. Because <laughs> I have to just say it because it is you find out in the end she is not dead. She is in a coma. And um, they finally figure out. Scott and the daughter finally figured out towards the end that she is an, that she's because the daughter kept trying to tell her dad that she's an angel. And so finally he grabs everything and he goes to her and he says, Abby, when you met, she was an angel. What did you mean? Did you mean she was just a really nice person or was she an angel? And she said, no, daddy, she's an angel. She has wings. And they run to the hospital and they're sitting there and he's playing her the song he wrote for her. And you don't think she's going to wake up. And I'm telling you, I've probably bawled more than anything in my entire life. Like, I was so moved by this whole movie. And um, it's just very overwhelming. Um, But it's by far my favorite. I try to catch it every time it's on. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you need to, like, see if you can find it. It was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I've seen, I'm wondering if I missed the end.
1: I've saw one, I just looked up the cast, but I, I love the librarians, so I, I'm a big fan of this, I know she is, and the guy who played um, her mentor was on um, Doc with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, he was actually in Good Week movie I watched yesterday, but there was one with a similar theme where she had to, like, earn her wings, but it was a Christmas, yeah, it was a Christmas movie, she had to earn her wings, and she ended up staying. She ended up being given a second chance. So, um, but I don't think I don't think it was that one. That one sounds so amazing. I think I, I know what
2: one you're uh, talking about. The one you're talking about is an older, even older one than that. Um yeah. It's got the guy from Will and Grace in it, and it's got yes. the girl who plays yes. Charlotte from Sex and City.
1: God, you really are good at this.
2: I'm pretty good at it. I can't tell yep. you their names, but I can tell you what shows they've been yep. in. hmm Yes, it had a very, very similar plot.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the one thing, but I have to look for this one. I definitely will look for this one. I that mean, like,
2: is- I was, like, in tears, bawling, like, you know, I mean, it's just like, but, you know, it leaves you feeling good, and there's a twist that I did not talk about, and you find that out towards the end, um, so, um, if you get a chance to watch it, I definitely recommend it. Out of everyone on my list, the two that I would, well, the three that I would say you need to watch is The Magic of Ordinary Days, Christmas Magic, and Christmas with Ollie. Those are the three that I would really say, if you are a Hallmark person, you've got to watch those three movies.
1: Yeah, for me, if you haven't seen Sarah Plain and Tall, you have to see it. Um, the nine lives of Christmas is just perfect, in in my opinion. And my my top three, I think it the one and the Christmas tree. Because it's, it's it's different, but just the cast is so remarkable.
2: And I think that brings us to our end of our show.
1: That is it. That is it. So I hope whoever's listening, hello, Mama and Papa Amber, um, have enjoyed it. I swear that our Instagram. Will be up soon. I'm just waiting for someone to edit the logo. <laughs> so I have it all registered. I just have to get the logo um, up. So we will be back with you very soon to review Chesapeake Shores Season 3 and more news, more Full Harvest, more previews, and a new Top 10. Any final words, Ms. end.
2: Nope, but if you want to give us any ideas for some Top 10s, um, you know, you can tweet me at Amber Teasley one, um, and Liz will give you her handle. And then if you have any ideas for any series of movies that you would like for us to review, as far as like Hallmark related, um, just tweet us and let us know.
1: Absolutely. Please. We need help. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're figuring it out. So, um, uh, at Lizzie P two, two, four on, on Twitter. And this has been another episode of Home is Where Home is. I don't even know what other podcast name is. Home (laughs) is Where My throat, my voice is so dry. My throat is so dry. Home is where Hallmark is. You've been listening to us on ChairShot Radio, which is available on ChairShot.com. And wherever you get your podcasts, as we like to say, whatever you're doing, always use your head. Be well. Be
0: responsible. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.